0: SAFM Sports Rap.
1: Good afternoon to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Rap and uh, big Springbok rugby action taking place at the World Cup as we speak. Uh, the box in action against the United States with four and a half minutes to go until half time. The Springboks lead by 14 points to nil. Two tries, uh, one from Damien Deerlander and the other courtesy of a collapse scrum, a penalty try to the box. So 14 nil it is with just a few minutes to go to the break. Uh, Craig Ray is there. We'll chat to him in just a moment. Another game to look forward to this evening uh, is Namibia up against Georgia. Michael Abramson previews that action for us.
2: For Georgia, this tournament was always about ending third in their pool and qualifying automatically for World Cup 2019. And victory against Namibia, the lowest ranked nation in action, should achieve just that. The Georgians were excellent against Tonga, not bad in the first half against the Pumas, and surprisingly aggressive against the All Blacks, whom they kept scoreless for over half an hour either side of half-time, and they deserve many plaudits for their play, with Captain Gorgodse a huge standout. The Namibians, for their part, have already scored 35 points in their two fixtures, and while their result against the All Blacks was not in doubt, they did cross the whitewash against the world's best rugby nation, and certainly offered them food for thought. It's comforting to know that both these relative minnows who have guts and determination in abundance will be giving it their all. Neither can qualify for the knockout stages, but both nations will be satisfied that they have at least shown the world that rugby talent extends far beyond the traditional borders of the game. Expect a no-holds-barred encounter as Georgia say farewell to Rugby World Cup 2015, probably with a victory. Michael Abramson for SAFM Sport.
1: Kick-off in that one is at nine. Michael will have live crossings for us here on SAFM. In Curry Cup news, loose Lewis, uh, Lewis Ford, Boon Prince, who replaces Charlotte Ulifida, and the Free State Cheetahs starting 15 for their clash against the Sharks on Saturday, while flanker Dion Stechman returns to the Blue Bulls' starting lineup for their encounter against the Pumas on Friday. Football now. Bad news for Bafana Bafana. Striker Tokelo Ranti has withdrawn from the national team's tour to Central America after he pulled a thigh muscle. The Bournemouth forward will miss South Africa's two international frenzies due to injury. The first of those due to take place against Costa Rica tomorrow. Uh, that's Thursday the 8th, 4 o'clock, Friday morning. South African times kick off in that one. Domestically, Polokwane City of rubbish speculation that Coach Costa uh, Costa Pappic has been suspended after a poor run of form. City Communications Manager Tomelo Macuara says they've got full confidence in Pappic to turn the club's fortunes around.
2: Uh, I can
3: assure you that uh, all, th- all things are still in order. Um, you know, it's just that uh, rumours will always be rumours.
1: Although not fully satisfied with the results of late, Mkhwara says the coach has built a solid team around him.
3: To a certain extent, I think we know that, uh, you know, luck also plays a role. It's an issue, you know, know, in football, it's an issue of preparation and luck. And sometimes luck is just not on your side. I mean, if you look into uh, the last season, at this time uh, of the season, uh, last season we were playing with uh, Cheaper United and we beat them 3-1. But the very same team that we beat 3-1 last season and we won the Q2 is the same team that we've just played with and beat us 2-1. So sometimes it's just an issue of, uh, you know, uh, not being lucky.
1: On to tennis now. Second seed Thomas Burdish suffered a 6-4, 6-4 defeat to Pablo Cuevas in the first round of the China Open. Third seeded Rafael Nadal has booked his place in the quarterfinals with a 7-6, 6-4 win, uh, win over Vasek Pospisil. One at the Japan Open. Two-time champion Kei Nishikori dispatched Sam Querrey 6-3, 6-3, 6-3 to progress to the quarters. And Marin Tillich sealed a 7-5, 5-7, 6-4 victory over qualifier Donald Young. In golf news, the President's Cup gets underway in Korea tomorrow. The first round foursome pairings have been decided. Adam Scott, and Nadeki Matsu... Matsuyama face Bubba Watson and JB Holmes Louis West and Brandon Grace team up to play Matt Kuchar and Patrick Reed Aniband Lahiri and Tongai JD will come up against Ricky Fowler and Jimmy Walker Jason Day and Stephen Bowditch come up against Phil Mickelson and Zach Johnson and Danny Lee and Mark Leishman will play Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson International team captain Nick Price explains the pairing of Jason Day and wildcard pick Stephen Bowditch
2: They get on really well together um, I'd
4: spoken to Jason a while back about you know, who he'd want to play he can play with anyone honestly um, I think the fact that um, you know, this a, Steve's a first timer he's a rookie uh, it'd be great for him to have someone like Jason who he's obviously played a lot of golf with
1: and finally, in motorsport news, Formula One boss Bernie Eccleston's confirmed that the Formula One circus could be under new ownership by the end of the year. Speaking by video at a sports summit in Kitzbühel, Austria, Eccleston was adamant that a new owner would be found this year. The 84-year-old who runs Formula One management, the company that generates and manages F1's revenue, did not reveal the names of interested parties. Coming up next on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll head to London to find out what the latest is in the box game with Craig Ray. This match is proudly brought to you by Shield. It won't let you down. Well, I can tell you the first half is just about to conclude. Craig Ray joins us now. Craig, as uh, I say, that ball kicked into touch, and the, uh, the half-time whistle does go. Solid performance from the bock, would you say?
3: Yeah, solid. I mean, they haven't uh, exerted themselves in terms of attack, I suppose, John. Um, but they've, uh, Brad. Sorry, they've, but they've, they've, they've been workmanlike. Uh, they've had to make a, a few more tackles in the United States. They need 14 mil at half time. They've had uh, one try from Damien De that was probably a little bit fortunate that in the sense that the ball spat back uh, out of the springbok hand and fell kindly for Damien De and then He uh, picked up and shot uh, him under the crossbar. And then they had a penalty try for repeated uh, infringements by the US. So They were collapsing scrum close to their line fight after a warning. A third-time referee passed over there. So well, said no more. So the box of their has been solid, they've uh, mauled well from the line-up, and their scum has been rock solid, but uh, other than that, they haven't offered too much, their tactical kicking's been a little bit off, too much deep kicking, uh, not enough sorry, contestable kicks really, and uh, in terms of the back line, attack, they've had one or two nice moves, really in cutting in once, but otherwise, the ball has gone loose several times, and it looks just a little rusty, and you, you've got to remember that 13 of these guys played nearly a full game against Scotland just five days ago, so... The short turnaround, it's been pretty physical. The USA, to their credit, are six off the line in defense and they are getting into the box spaces and doing the best they can. But uh, it's, it's, the USA haven't really ever looked like scoring and uh, at 14 0 down, I suppose that's about a fair reflection of the first half.
1: Craig, you mentioned uh, how physical it has been. There have been a couple of, of injury concerns. A uh, big one was, was Skulkberger going down with a, with a huge knee to the ribs. Brian Havana taking a massive knock on, uh, under and up and under. Uh, and uh, I was just looking now as the players made their way off the field, Francois Lowe limping. So uh, a bit of a concern because this is a game that the box are expected to win, but they want to try and be in as best shape as they can heading into the quarterfinals. It's, uh, it's important to win, but we don't want to risk our key players.
3: Yeah, absolutely, but I suppose they've got a job to do and they've got to win it, and it's always going to be a problem once the box lost to Japan, because I think the idea was to win the first three games and send in the B team for this one, but of course the Japan result changed everything, and so they've had to send in the A team for this one to secure that third win that will take them to the top of the pool and uh, yeah, the, the quarterfinal. So, it's, you know, they've got, luckily they have ten days before quarterfinal. Their, their quarterfinal will only be on next Saturday at the 17th. So uh, they will have a, a good lengthy period of rest. So any bumps and bruises can get ironed out. So let's hope none of those injuries are serious. And maybe we won't see the likes of Francois returning for the second half.
1: Absolutely. Craig Ray, thank you very much for that. Also, uh, some pictures on the the screen of uh, Captain Jean de Villiers who's back in the United Kingdom uh, on a consultancy uh, level and that's the role he's playing with the box for the rest of the tournament. Obviously a huge loss losing the captain but he's back in the stands he's had his jaw set uh, an awkward smile to the TV cameras a short while ago but it's great to see uh, him in good spirits uh, and there with the team as well. We'll have more from Craig when the second half does commence a little bit later on this evening uh, on SAFM's trap so as it stands now 14-0 to the spring box coming up next we'll chat to andre now
3: this match was proudly brought to you by shield it won't let you down Right now, the Springboks are in England where they will try to become the first team ever to win the Rugby World Cup for a third time. As they go, they take the dreams of an entire nation with them. The Springboks choose Shield, South Africa's number one deodorant to keep them fresh, confident and dry under pressure. If Shield works for the Springboks, it will work for you. Shield, it won't let you down.
1: Let's do this. The Rugby
3: World Cup 2015 continues and the heat is on as the All Blacks of New Zealand take on the South Pacific island side Tonga in a Pool Sea encounter at the St. James Park in Newcastle this Friday. Be sure not to miss all the exciting action as we bring you the game live on your favorite radio station. Brought to you by SABC Sport for the love of the game. Let's do
1: this. Don't forget to tune into the health update tomorrow at 5 past 11 proudly brought to you by MediClinic, expertise you can trust.
0: SAFM Sports Rap.
1: You're listening to SAFM Sports Rap and it's been a pretty impressive performance by the Proteas in their first two outings on their tour of India. We've got the third and final ODI of the uh, not ODI the T20 of the series uh coming up tomorrow and the Proteas have wrapped that series up already. We joined now by former Protea Andre Nel and Andre, welcome onto SAFM Sports Rap. Nice to nice to chat once again. How's
5: it bad how are you doing?
1: Yeah, very, very good. Andre, the, the Pro Tours good. have got their tails up. They've won two out of two so far on that tour. You've you've played on the subcontinent. It's never an easy place to tour, and it's always good to to get a tour like that, and particularly as long as this one is, off to the best possible start. It's a
5: brilliant start, especially in the 1st um, Twenty Twenty chasing throwing down and then bowling out in the quite cheaply. So uh, we shot both sides off um, our side, the bowling side and the batting side, and chasing the score down. and and ball guys out. So it's a very good start for the guys on tour, um, especially I think it's 72 days tour in India. It's not going to be easy. It's a long tour. You can only eat so much uh, um curry. So hopefully the guys can keep the momentum going uh, tomorrow and keep it going to the 1S season test
6: series.
1: Andre Fuff and Albie Morkel mentioned it uh, in, in post match press conferences, just how much of a boost this is. And yes, we change personnel for the one day series uh, and then the test series as well. But the mood in the camp carries over from series to series. And if you can win a series, and, and you know what, if we can clean sweep this one 3 0, it'll give the, the ODI uh, squad and the test squad a massive <laughs> boost, won't it? It'll
5: be a massive um, effort, especially, like, yes, we, we change the personnel, but. The, the crux and the, the, the key guys stay there the whole tour. So those guys will get their momentum forward to all the forms and uh, all the guys coming in will know that the guys have done well and they'll just try and keep the momentum going forward. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great effort for all the guys coming in know that um, it's a big honour and privilege like when, uh, when a Test Series and a one-day Series and a T20 Series in India will be a massive achievement.
1: You, you mentioned chasing down 200 in the first one. I mean, when I saw what India posted, I was like, oi, this is going to be hard work. But uh, in the end, it looked pretty comfortable. I mean, the guys really performed with the bat. Who, who's really perf- uh, impressed you, on, on particularly in that first game? We'll chat about uh, the, the, the second game, because that was a phenomenal bowling performance. But who, who really impressed you so fine that, that first match?
5: Yeah, I think especially the way AB set it down up front for the guys opening uh, I, he hasn't opened very often in T20 because he, and, and the longer he bats in T20 format, um, we'll score big runs, and he set a nice and and platform for the guys up front. And then um, uh, Fudge and um, JP at the end, finishing off well, JP bought his time, and then at the end, he 3-6 in a row, and that's what changed the momentum, and he took the game away from India. So I think the way they structured batting AB up front and a good foundation, and then the guys coming I in mean, at the end and cashing in on on the guys with a, a damn ball um, was pretty, um, pretty pretty nice to see.
1: Faf Duplessis said that bowling performance in the second T20s is close to perfect as he's ever seen from a Proteas team. Would you agree with him?
5: Um, I don't know. When we were playing, there was <laughs> quite a good few performances, but I don't like to back to our day. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the guys bowled well. They um they all-day skills, the executions of their plans were brilliant. The fielding was exceptionally um, uh, exceptional, especially with two run-outs. Uh, David Miller's run-out was quite exceptional. Um, Chris Morris' pick-up on the boundary with one arm, pick-up and throw was also exceptional. So I think all, all the, the bowling effort and the, bowling, the fielding effort was pretty exceptional in the, in the second one again.
1: Let's talk about tomorrow's clash in Kolkata. It's, uh, it's it's a dead rubber, so to speak. The Proteus would like to drive uh, some more of that advantage home. India would like to, to salvage some pride, I'm sure. But once you get on top of a team like India, it's important to keep tightening the screws because they, they, they are a team who, who also, when they are playing with a lot of confidence, they're difficult to beat. But when they're struggling, they, they struggle really hard and, and, and it always just makes it easier to, to win going forward. So it's an important one for the Proteus. They're not going to experiment too much. Even with the World Cup coming, what do you think, Andre?
5: Um, I don't think so. They might give Eddie Liettans, but uh, I think the biggest thing is when you're on top of the side, especially in their own country, you need to put the the, the foot down on them and, and keep them down, especially the Indians like thrive on. Um, if they do well, they're quite um, extravagant and those confidence games. Here. If we can keep them down, going to the one-day test series, it'll be a massive effort and we can keep this going for the whole series. will be like magnificent. So I think the guys will go out tomorrow and of time be very professional and, and, and keep knowing the Indians as much as they can. Um, so I think it'll be quite an amazing experience. Also for most guys, there might be a hundred thousand people who cut that amazing experience um, to play this. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be quite exciting, and hopefully, can keep uh, the pressure on the, uh, the Indian Indian players.
1: Andre, how much of a factor do you think the IPL plays in, in, in a performance like the Proteus have put in on Indian soil that many of the players, and it's not just the South African thing, It's uh, I mean there's lots of international players that, that now apply their trade in India. Is it becoming easier and easier to play on the subcontinent, particularly in India?
5: Um, I think it's everywhere now it's, it's getting quite easier because all the, the T20 battles all around the world, you get the West Indies, you get the, the Australian one, you get the IPL, yes the the Indian one is a big one, but all the guys can travel all over the world now and get the experience of playing in those conditions the whole time. So the threat of traveling overseas now and playing in conditions you're not familiar with um, is slightly getting less, and the more training, training tournaments there is all over the world, the, the more guys will travel and get those conditions. So I think now all over the world, all players in any country is getting more familiar with different conditions, and they adapt the games accordingly.
1: Looking ahead, there's a, a T20 World Cup on the horizon. This is a, a pretty good performance. Can we read much into it? Uh, can we can we get a lot of confidence out of a performance like this? Or is it a case of, you know what, it's South Africa and World Cups. We've got to be careful about counting chickens before they hatch.
5: Yeah, I think Lexus um, takes step by step and keep performing consistently like that. The biggest thing about South Africa is we, we put big performances and all time in big tournaments, we, we all have fun. They're inconsistent, so hopefully we can keep us going forward, keep the same crux of the side together, and let them gel together as long as possible, and hopefully we can perform in, at the big station RCC event.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Andre, the youngsters that are coming through, guys like uh, Kajiso Rabada, Eddie Lee, that, that you mentioned, uh, have they impressed you? Are, are, are you are you confident that someone from cricket's in good hands going forward?
5: I think so. Um, Rabada is a, a real good fan he's so young and still going to get more experience and get quicker. There's a guy at the Tartans that um, Lengide has also been there for a while now. He, and he just started playing for amateur start. He's also a young guy, 19 years old, big, uh, quick, quite a quick fastball. Better work on him. He could be a good prospect for South Africa. So, yes, I think South Africa is in a good state at the moment. But um, hopefully he can nurture them well and look after them and, uh, and guide them the right way forward.
1: Andre Nell, and Al, always great to catch up with you. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy tomorrow's match, and uh, we'll definitely chat soon.
5: Thanks very much, pal. I don't think I'll see much. Uh, I'm, I'm coaching my first first-off game tomorrow, so I'm pretty excited tomorrow. i pretty nervous, but um, hopefully my fight can do well tomorrow.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, you were with the Easton's. Good luck for that, and uh, yeah, let's hope uh, it'll be a win for you and the win for the protest tomorrow.
5: Yeah, thanks very
0: much, pal. I appreciate it. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource.
1: If you have just tuned in, you're listening to South Africa's news and information. leader. It is half time in that clash between the Springboks and the United States, and it is 14-0 to the box, heading into the second 40. Onto to some football now. Orlando Pirates head coach Eric Tinkler says the support they receive from South African football fans has played a huge role in helping them reach the finals of the CAF Confederation Cup. Yesterday evening, throngs of enthusiastic fans flocked to OR Tambo International Airport to give Bucks a hero's welcome following their successful trip to Egypt where they handed Al-Akhli a full three defeat to advance to the finals of the Continental Tournament. Bucks won the two-legged 5-3 on aggregate. Tinkler says they were smitten by the reception they received from fans on the arrival.
0: Obviously, the reception we've received today is fantastic. You know, and we we obviously we want to thank the Pirates fans. We want to thank the South African fans for for the support that they that they've shown us throughout uh, this competition. You know, we obviously we're extremely proud of our achievement, getting the win. And you know, it's been a good trip home, long trip home, but a very very good trip. And uh, to get this 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 type of welcome, you know, just it's it's icing on top of the cake you know so so very very proud of what we've achieved and just want to thank everybody for for the support
1: Pirates' victory on Sunday evening etched their name into the history books as they became the first team from the Southern African uh, region to reach the finals of the Confederation Cup. The Soweto Giants achieved and Continental Club competitions are unmatched by any other team from this area as they remain the only team to have won the CAF Champions League. The 2013 Champions League runners-up won the Continental Showpiece back in 95. Tinkley elaborates further on how much the support they received means to them.
0: What has been very good on, from, from the club has been the support that they've given us. You know, the club has given us all the support, not only the club, but, but if I also look at all this, the, the South African embassy. You know, we, we've been to a number of embassies, Senegal, uh, Egypt, uh, Mali, uh, Uganda. You know, all the embassies and the ambassadors of those embassies have supported us 100%. You know, and we obviously, we want to also say thank them, you know, because that, that has obviously made our trips uh, a lot easier.
1: Meanwhile, Kermit Erasmus attributes their successful trip to the North African country to uh, their loss against Zamalek, which he says gave them a wake up call. But suffered a hefty 6 2 aggregate defeat at the hands of the Cairo based club. Erasmus uh, says their quarterfinal loss
6: inspired them to do well. We took a, we took a lot of positives from the Zamalek game. We, we knew that we were we losing 4-1 wasn't. It's not that we were we a bad team. I said we weren't. We didn't uh, pitch on the day. And I think uh, coming to the Al game, we came with the right mentality. We came with the right attitude. We were hungry, like we were we always have been. And I think we 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 showed up. We we showed character and. Uh, we, we represented each other very we, well. We, we showed commitment to one another. We fought to one another on the day. And I think with the substitute that came on all, as well, everybody stuck their head out, you know, and it was a great achievement for us, you know, and going to the final, I wouldn't say we, we're not the underdogs. We have a fair chance, you know, and I think, uh, with the character we've been showing, if we can, we can, we can stick to that and we can, who knows what might happen, you know. I don't know, I cannot tell the future, but you know, we'll give a, a, a good effort in winning it and we'll give it our best.
1: Erasmus played no part in Pirates' Champions League campaign in 2013 as he was refused permission to play in the tournament by the Confederation of African Football. The Port Elizabeth-born striker had featured for his former club Supersports United in the Confederation Cup that year, which made him eligible to participate in the Champions League uh, in terms of CAF rules. He says he's excited to be representing Pirates at continental level.
6: That's a great feeling if you if you recall the last the, when I just signed for Pirates I couldn't I couldn't play in the Champions League because I was cup tied and it was a bit of a frustrating period for me because it's something I wanted to take part in but you know everything I pushed for a reason and now is my time to be part of of representing the Pirates on the African continent and here we are in the final and I'm happy that I can contribute to the team and and help and help and help the team um, get to the final so for me it's it's a great honor to be part of 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 a, of a team that's that's known for for making history and you know hopefully we can. We can tip it off by, by lifting the cup. SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: Well, I can tell you that uh, we are awaiting the decision of a TMO uh, referral where Brian Abana has crossed over the try line but uh, they check in if he was ahead of the kicker it was a kick through from Farida Priya. staying with some football now, Marisburg United's first win of the season against Domo Cosmos in the Telcom knockout last 16 match last Friday is a huge morale boost for the team of choice according to uh, newly appointed coach Clive Barker the former Pumalanga Black Aces, Budvez Witt and Amazulu head coach found the team very low in confidence having lost five matches and drawn only one in the league Barker knows that sitting at the bottom of the log is no child's play but he's confident that he can turn things around.
4: Yeah, I was very, very lucky to be been offered the opportunity and fantastic and, you know, they were gone from a side that was top eight. Um, they're not like, they're not a bad team. They just had to believe in themselves and they they had lost a lot of confidence uh, but they were fit and, um, Fadlu Davis is fantastic he's done a great job and, and he will, he'll be co- one of the coming coaches in the next few years and so delighted for his success too
6: I can imagine um, you, you go to a team that was still on a winless run in the league and you might have found even the confidence very low Yeah, they were, they were flat and confident. They
4: were down on themselves. They didn't know what would happen and why it had happened. And now fortunately we've got a bit of a break, as you know, for about two and a half uh, weeks. And it gives us the opportunity to, to get them right again.
1: The 1996 Africa Cup winning coach is also back in his home province of Zulu-Natal for the first time since he coached the now-relegated Amazulu six years ago. He's spoken about the additions that still need to be made to the team as he confirms that they are signing Avianale as he knows him from his time at Aces.
4: I love the fact is that I, I can go home, I love the fact is I can go to my farm, I love the fact is that, that you can take a, a walk away from football a little bit and then go home, so now I'm happy about that. Not that Joburg wasn't kind to me, it really was. We had a fantastic run at Vitz. Uh, we had a fantastic run at uh, Black Aces, people tend to forget that first year up they finished in the 7th position, so another they were fantastic all round.
6: What have you made of the team that you currently have there?
4: I think they need strengthening. they need a goalkeeper to support what we've got. They need a defender, they certainly need a strike. I think they need a
6: minimum of three players and they need A Nalia. Nalia. Yes. Because at the time you got there, I think they were... He's uh, come back up He's come back Yeah. So by the time you come back after the, the international week, so you could be ready for the team. Be, I think he will be ready for the team. Fantastic. And he's a hell of a player.
1: SOBC Sport for Lille Bule catching up with Clive Barker. I can tell you that the try has been awarded. Let's head to London next.
3: This rugby update is brought to you by Tip Trip, official spirit supplier to the Springboks.
1: Well, it was the perfect start to the second half. Craig Ray is at the Olympic Stadium in London. Brian Banner crossing over in the corner after a, a, a nifty little chip through from uh, Farida Upriya. Craig, a fantastic start to the second forty.
3: Perfect start for the second 40 for the Springboks, and what a piece of work it was by Free for A little grubber kick for Bryda Banner, but it actually started with the Bismarck Super turnover. And, uh, that was his second turnover in the space of two minutes. The other one came just on the stroke of half time. So Bismarck Super really showing his worth at the breakdown, and that led to, uh, Free being able to put a banner into space for his 13th, uh, Rugby World Cup try, and he's now just two behind Jonah Alone in the overall record. And the Springboks, uh, on attack again, for... From Van der into the USA 22, it was juggled a little bit there by the USA right wing Brett Thompson, and eventually got it back to Blaine Scully, the fullback who's kicked the cut. So the Springboks will have a line-out midway between the 22 and the 10-meter line inside the USA territory. Four minutes of the second half gone. 21 mil South Africa needed. you just joining us, and a uh, one foot in the uh, in the uh, quarterfinals. You would have to say, Nah, I can't see you. the USA haven't looked like scoring all game. And uh, there's a little injury. three to prayer who's getting some attention. Uh, also knows been struggling. tabillon has got a bit of blood. Sculpt Berger took a knee to the ribs. Uh, unintentional, it has to be said. He was falling on a loose ball in the first half. And some of Manoa, the USA captain, big number eight, came flying at the ball and stuck him in the ribs of his knee. So hopefully uh, Berger won't be too uh, badly injured. He's really still playing. We've just had the official attendance come up as well. 54,658. So the capacity has 55,000. So just 300 people not making it to today's game. As the line is now ready to hit. Dwayne from wins at the back. spring got to kill through. Francois Lowe. Skullsberger takes it. It'll offload to Damien Delinda. Breaks one tackle. It breaks the second. He's uh, up just 10 metres short. Now the hands of Free to Long pass to Eben Etzabeth. He's driving hard for the line, but he's uh, well held up in the defence with the box a Two metres short of the line. Berger wants it flat. He runs into a wall of defence. He offloads the three defiero throws the dummy and gets cleaned up in a big tackle. That's an advantage for the Springboks. Ball is there, two meters short. And again they drive, and that's uh for close to the line. He's a meter short, he stopped. Ball slow and coming back for the Springboks. Berger gets it away to the showing that power with the helping him. Good tackle on him though by the United States from Matt Travel, the lock forward. So we'll come back for the penalty. Springboks, no advantage there. So what will the Springboks do here? They need one more try for a bonus point mark, and I think that's really important today. But they're right under the sticks. But they might call another scrum. Their scrum has been totally dominant, and three de Bray has tended to call for, call for scrums with the dominance, and he has just indicated he wants another scrum. So the box will have a 5-meter scrum. They heard the first off penalty try after the United States collapsed the scrum three times 5 meters from their line. So three de Brer seen what power his boards have got, and he's enjoying it. The box looked a little flat in the first 20 minutes of this game, but they're growing into it now, especially the back line, you were a little rusty. with Some loose passes, but they're starting to find their, their rhythm. The boards have been pretty powerful, as you'd expect, but the USA's defense was very good in the first half. Line speed was fantastic, and they closed the spring box space down. So the scrub ready to pack down. And they go down now just five meters short. Brie to pair gets the signal to feed it. Held at the back by Dwayne Vermeulen. Now Vermeulen picks up. He's a bit uh, in two minds. Now he goes breaks, lines, and he goes short side, and he's just short of the line. Must be inches short of the line. Brie to pair wants it. Little flat part. and Bismarck, I think is the high scorer he is. He takes the ball flat, That's the Springboks' fourth try, and Bismarck, if to see, is in, in the 47th minute, and the Springboks have their fourth try. So, with South Africa leading by 26 points to nil, and the conversion kicks to come, four tries to be good, it's
1: back to the future. Thank you very much, Craig Ray. Fantastic performance by the box uh, with 23 minutes to go, uh, 33 minutes to go rather, looking pretty impressive for South Africa. Thank you very much for that. We'll have more crossings for you throughout the evening here on S F M Sports Wrap.
0: You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game.
1: Well, that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap tonight. We're back again tomorrow with the PSL radio show. Second, Jalo Pizzo Mosso are going to be in studio for the entire show with Dwayne Delacca. so make sure you tune in for that. Coming up next, it is the Talk Shop, and don't forget, you can get a rap of your sport tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Whitten. Be in touch on Facebook and Twitter. SAFM Sports Wrap is where you'll find us. From myself, Brad Brown, it's time for your news with Greg Host. It is 7 o'clock.